Welcome to another edition of the Indie Cornrows Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Schindler, joined by my co-host, Tom Lewis. Tom, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing just fine. I am now really excited for an actual real game. I know it's coming up <laughs> August 1st, uh, Saturday, right? So I'm uh, I'm definitely ready. I'm not sure how, uh, how ready I am to watch this team play Philadelphia, um, but I'm definitely ready for some actual meaningful basketball. Yeah, it's not going to be the greatest matchup, but I think they may bring a little more intensity uh, than they did to the Spurs today. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, probably the first place to start. I know it's uh, we measure that every time. It's just a scrimmage, um, yep. so keeping that in mind for sure. But this definitely looks more like the first scrimmage than the, <laughs> the the last one when you're ramping up, getting ready to go play seeding games. Um, the defensive intensity was just non-existent. I mean, the closeouts weren't there. Uh, the help wasn't there. I actually spoke to Coach McMillan before the game today and, you know, I, I asked if, if the team was looking at experimenting with switching a little bit because it's appeared like they have been, um, you know, towards the end of the last game. And, you know, he said it's more just guys who are, are missing reads a little bit and trying to make those reads. And it was evident today. Those reads were uh, were getting messed up all over the place. And it wasn't just the bench, it was the starters. Um, so that was uh, not super promising. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they actually got off to a pretty good start and looked like they, you know, should be dominating an undermanned Spurs team um, with with that lineup and, and you know, Miles was active and and exposing um, Jacob Pearl and and everything was, was kind of going well there, but defensively they just never really locked in. And then uh, in the second half, the, the starters – just seemed like they were going through the motions for sure. And, uh, you know, just couldn't get anything going. And, you know, the game rewards you when when you're not, um, you know, all the way focused and giving that full intensity. Shots are all short. No one's making them. And and it just becomes contagious. So, um, you know, aside from, I think, Vic having about a two-minute stretch in the fourth quarter where he seemed to think, you know, maybe I should try and get to the rim a little bit, see what happens here. Um, it, was, it was rough to watch. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That was one of the big takeaways for me. Um, this was the first time that Vic has sought contact, and our very own Caitlin Cooper, as she always does, pointed out uh, some little tidbits that nobody else was yep. picking up. That was his uh, his first free throw attempts in the scrimmage <laughs> came today, um, which I believe it wasn't until the third quarter that that happened. But, yeah. again, I still think that was promising. I mean, I think you drove in and, and tried to finish three times. Uh, did not succeed, um, but – you know, it, I still think it's a little, little promising thing to take away for sure. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, you can you can see he, he you know, still doesn't have the burst. Um, he doesn't have that explosiveness to finish like we were used to seeing him finish. And you know, now the question is, will he ever get that back? You know, I think that the more he plays, the more he's in game conditions that that could come back. Um, but. Yeah, there, there was one one player's best drive in the fourth quarter when he got through the lane. And, you know, in the past, I was like, whoop, he's going to flush it here. But, you know, he just laid it up. Yep. Regular finger roll. And that, that's about all he had. Um, and then again, you know, when he's getting into the contact, it's just, you know, the, the lift obviously isn't there. So um, he, he, you know, was moving fine. I'm, I'm assuming he, he's feeling fine. It, you know, no one was moving like they were um, had their hair on fire out there today. So, yeah, 
it'd be hard to hard to judge him on uh, on his intensity level there, and, and that just be because of the injury. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I uh, I don't really know entirely what to take away from that, especially talking on his jump shot because his jumper, uh, the last game looked you know the best it probably ever has since he's been in Indiana. Um, so it's uh, definitely a little deflating to look at it that way. But um, <laughs> looking at looking at TJ Warren, um, I mean, normally yeah. he's we we talked on the last podcast about how consistent he is. Um, definitely the worst scrimmage he's had, or not even worse. I mean, you, you just didn't even know he was out there half the time. Yeah. He ended up taking six shots, and I just looked it up right now. Um, in games where he takes less than 10 shots, the Pacers are a 500 team. So that's uh, something definitely to keep an eye on because I've noticed that throughout the year. He had, uh, there was a game against Charlotte, and I think it was the game where we ended up losing in that overtime game after they came back from like 30 down. I think TJ only had uh, seven or eight uh, attempts in that game as well. So that's something that I always look at because I, I feel like it, his uh, his defensive intensity kind of wanes a little bit when he's not taking as many shots too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's funny. I I was thinking, okay, this is kind of a something to watch thing right here because obviously he's he's also playing a new position now, mm-hmm. um, and he might not be handling the ball as much since you have Holiday, Oladipo, and, and Broadman out there, and so um, you know, in that different role, is he going to get as many? Uh, quality touches or quality looks. Um, how how are they going to adjust to make sure he gets that? I mean, he's kind of a guy who you can always rely on getting the ball in certain spots, and, and he'll get a, a decent shot up. But um, you know, is he? Not, I, I think one reason he had some success earlier was you know at times you know he's like a fourth option or third option. He developed into a, a definite third option. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but now again, with, with with Vic in there and and, and Miles being much more assertive, um, you know he has got to he's got to figure out now he how he fits. So um, I I'm not that concerned. I feel like he could morph into any you know role because he is a born scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know watching a game like today kind of made me think. Okay, well I'm just gotta keep an eye on this. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully, just a, a last scrimmage game, not really uh, caring about what happens, uh, type of effort today. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It just felt like the whole stars were like that. So, except for Miles, Miles was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, except even some of his defensive rotations were a little bit off as well. But um, I, I kind of want to ask you, what do you think about him getting the ball in the post as much? Because I think it's been nice. He's been scoring really, really well, um, and has looked phenomenal in there. But only one three-point attempt today, which is something that I'm not a huge fan of, especially with the amount of ball handling and pick and rolls that could be run with this team. Uh, I'm not I, – I just like – I know Caitlin's been on it as well. I feel like he needs to be taking four or five a game um, just to generate that kind of floor spacing. And I don't, I don't even care if he hits them, but just uh, taking them would be huge. You know, I, I don't mind him getting into the post a little bit, but um, – or even like a decent amount. But I just um, – it's something that I'm definitely a little bit worried about moving forward. Yeah. I, I mean, as far as playing in the post, I mean, at least he looks a lot better in there. I've seen, you know, when you have a game where he has multiple jump hooks, it gets me excited, but mm-hmm. I've been begging for that for, you know, four years, but, um, but you're right. I mean, I, I even think Quinn uh, Buckner said it in the, in the uh, broadcast today, early in the game that, you know, they're going to have to, get threes up this team. 
Now, they didn't shoot that many today. I know. Shot 24. Yeah. The and, least of the scrimmages so far. And that first quarter, they hardly had any, but, mm-hmm. but they were getting everything at the rim. I mean, they were getting easy buckets. They were, yeah. They were, uh, you know, punishing them there early. And then once they let off the gas, they never were able to get it going again. And, um, uh, but you're right. I mean, Miles is, gets one three. Uh, you know, he, he's got to get out there and, and stretch that out. That's just going to open things up. Especially with, with, you know, Aaron Holiday, he can get the rim and everything, but you got to have that defense completely spread out if he's going to be effective. And, and he, he's been struggling as well with his decision making and getting clogged up in there when the, when the defense is, is, you know, right there, ready to help easily and not having to worry about the man out there on the, on the perimeter. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, kind of going into something a little bit more positive, I guess. Um, yeah. The bench kind of found their footing a little bit this game. They were they definitely outplayed the starters. Um, it was pretty incredible. It, you didn't even realize the stat line until it was over. But I mean, TJ McConnell put up fourteen and eleven. Yeah, pretty damn good. And I guess I hadn't really thought about that fully through. But uh, I, I knew you know we talked about the drive and kick game being really important to getting threes up for the bench. Um, and I mean, McConnell was just huge in that, to- totally orchestrating for this team. Uh, but I, I am a little bit worried, you know, I, or I guess I got to stop saying worried, but uh, you know what I mean? I, there's nothing like there, there wasn't really a lot for the bench to go off of um, outside of that drive and kick action. You started to see that a little bit as the game wound down. Um, I mean, Doug and, and Justin, how they were able to get going, working off of uh, working off of TJ. But at the same time, uh, if, you know, this team plays a much better defensive team, you do wonder how the bench is going to generate looks off that. Yeah, I, you know, I, I still feel pretty good about that bench, though. Um, just because they're, they're a veteran smart group with, with McConnell, uh, Justin Holliday, and McDermott. Uh, and even even Sampson in there um, gives them some, you know, that, that energy and some toughness to go along with those guys. But, you know, I feel like Edmund Sumner is – He looked good today. Looking, he's looking good. And that kind of is a game changer for that reserve unit. Um, and also maybe, you know, maybe he, he ends up not taking the starting role from Aaron Holiday, but playing with the starters at different points during the game, possibly, especially when their size. I mean, there's, there's times when, um, you know, today where they were just focusing on getting switches on the holiday so they could take him down and, and use his size against them. Uh, but 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 Sumner, he's just floats out there, and, and you know he made a couple threes, and he can get to the get to the lane, and and um, I think he, he's going to help that that reserve unit be able to attack more. Um, but it's still, you know, he he gives them obviously more length and some more size as well. But they're still kind of small and not. Overall, great defensively. It's amazing how effective they can be as a group. Mm-hmm. But I, I can see where your concerns lie. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm being a little bit overly pessimistic. I think where I'm coming from is just uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see how the coaching staff tries to rework um, the way the second unit plays a little bit. I think the driving kick will be huge for them. But, um, I mean, you could see it. Like, they tried setting up DHOs with Samson and the rest of the guys, and it just did not work. Um, yeah. Now, there were multiple times, I think it resulted in a turnover probably twice. 
Um, but there's just not the same. Uh, Samson doesn't make the same amount of contact on his screens like Domas does. And I mean, you can't expect him to. He's you know six seven compared to six eleven, and uh, not the same kind of physical guy. Um, but at the same time, it just was not working. The timing was off. Maybe they'll be able to get it down, you know, eventually. But at the same time, I just um, I do wonder how that progresses progresses moving forward. Um, yeah, and I know Sam Sumner initiating. Um, uh, once in a while as well, and, you know, he just comes straight downhill. So, um, you know, <laughs> even if he ends up driving and kicking the McConnell, who's in driving and kicking, then you got got everything all mixed up and, and got the defense scrambling. So, um, you know, the best thing about that team, that group is though they they all seem, you know, ready to attack and, and make plays and, and uh no one's deferring, you know, yeah. someone's open, they're taking it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I feel pretty good about that group. They looked, uh, they experimented with zone for probably four or five defensive mm-hmm. possessions. They actually looked really good in it. I was kind of surprised because uh, they're not, you know, the, I mean, they've got good length, but they're obviously not the biggest group. So yeah. them experimenting with zone was nice. I like that. It forced, uh, I think, two or three stops in a row. Um Got a turnover out of it. I liked it. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to run with that long term, but it was uh, it was a solid showing. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh man, now it, it it still is tough after you watch a you know a game like this. It's like last thing on your mind, and you're thinking about that matchup with Billy and, and all their size. And yeah, it's just going to be uh, going to be a little scary. Yeah, I uh, I'm definitely thinking about that one quite a bit. I don't know if Embiid's playing. Um, right. I think it's kind of up in the air right now still. But even if he doesn't, I mean, Horford's going to start. Uh, they'll have – basically, they'll have three guys taller than our uh, than our second starter. So, it's uh, it's going to be a tough matchup. But I, I don't know. I'm still excited to see you play. Absolutely. I, I wonder how much this team's going to get out in transition because the bench runs out in transition a lot. But I really want to see the starters get out in transition more. They almost have to, um, you know, especially – when you got Aaron Holiday in there, and you know all those guys can run, even even Miles can run. T.J. Warren's fantastic rim runner. Um, you know Vic can Vic can run, and and uh, you know Bradman isn't necessarily a guy you see sprinting, but he can push the ball ahead. And any opportunities they get, you have to figure that's got to be an emphasis to push and push to get easy buckets. Because you know they get by down on the half court, it's not always easy. Um, so any easy buckets they can get in transition would definitely help them. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, be interesting to look at moving forward, especially against a team like Philly. Um, also important to note, it looked like a uh, former almost pacer, uh, Rudy Gay. What year was that? Was that 20, <laughs> was that 2016 or 2017? We almost right. Uh, I, I would say probably 16. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was 16. So it was before he had his Achilles injury. Yeah. Um, but Jesus, he cooked us today. Yeah, I mean, he just still, kept getting. He's still an old pro, man. He can get oh, buckets. Yeah. He he kept getting switched on the uh, to some of the guards, and it was just ugly. He finished with twenty twenty three today. Yeah, it was uh not pretty, and I, yeah. So I guess kind of getting into our you know, last thing to talk about a little bit. Um, what are you thinking in terms of uh, what Vic might make a decision on? I don't know how he might make a decision because it's going to come up soon. You know, the um, seeding game start as we talked Saturday. Uh, He's going to make a decision. Um, uh, you know, Coach McMillan before the game said that he, he doesn't have, like, an exact date when it's going to happen. He knows it's going to happen in the next couple of days. But uh, Right. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, you know, 
I can't say anybody's body language was great, but you know there there were times, especially in that second half, body language was like not he, good. He was kind of going through the motions, and and it's like, okay, is he is he feeling? You know, this is the third game, this you know, and whatever it is has been now, um, about six days, and is he feeling it? Is he you know, is it getting to a point where he's thinking, oh man, I'm not going to be able to sustain the level of play I want to. Um, that, that's kind of what was going through my mind as I was watching him. But, you know, he had that little stretch there and they said that he, you know, he, they could see him talking to uh, Billy Bano about wanting to attack a little more and, and he had a little juice and, and it seemed to be wanting to, to do a little more and show a little more in that fourth quarter trying to get to the rim and, and, uh, and get some, get some more shots off before he came out. Um, but now, you know, I, I'm assuming they'll probably have tomorrow off and then have a Thursday, Friday to get ready. Um, obviously, they're going to need to know ASAP. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, at, at this point, I would say hopefully he, he plays. I mean, he's, he looks healthy enough to play. Um, and, you know, I, I, I feel like he's – is he ever going to get the full burst back? Probably not at, at this point, but – um, he's got to develop like, those game legs and get to get some of it back. Um, and if he doesn't, he's just going to kind of be stuck on that that level, I would think, because um, you know obviously uh, he's had you know plenty of time to to work and, and rest and, and get things ready for uh, at least the level he's at right now. Um, so that decision is is going to be huge though, because it you know obviously they're they're in a bind right now and and you know. They're going to win games if they're hitting threes or, or shooting the ball well, uh, but they're going to struggle otherwise from a from a talent um, standpoint, regardless of whether Vic plays or not. Um, and if he doesn't play, it, it also is more of a mental shot to the team as well. Yeah, um, you know, and as well as the physical losing losing his talent, but um, but the mental shot of like, yeah, you know we're not doing anything now, so I'm, I'm not playing. Um, you know, that that's going to be tough to overcome. Of course, for the Pacers, it seems like whenever they bump, run into these bumps in the road or these issues, they always outperform by large margin. But I don't know if they're going to have the firepower to do that this time. Yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm a little wary, man. But it, it, it's uh, – it's, I, I think one thing I definitely want to hit upon before, before we get out of here um, – you know, just in speaking on Vic, first of all, I hope I didn't come across as uh, trying to say that they weren't working hard or whatever. I think with Vic, it looked – it reminded me of kind of my boxing days. He looked like a boxer whose legs were out today. Yeah. Um, he just looked gassed. And I think he'd been kind of trying to conserve some energy for the fourth quarter because uh, Coach McMillan had said before the game that he was going to play the starters together in the first quarter, fourth quarter to get some crunch time minutes. Um, so he looked like he was conserving a little bit for that. But I, I think you can just tell uh, – there's a difference between being in shape and in basketball shape. And it, it right. definitely hit the team today. Uh, I, I yeah, won't argue about one. intensity. <laughs> yeah. I will. I definitely won't argue about there not being a ton of team intensity, but uh, he definitely looked like he just was uh, physically just kind of gassed today. Um, but, you know, in, in, in regards to him moving forward, obviously uh, we wish him the best and want him to be healthy. And I think that's the priority for the team, but I, I totally agree with you in terms of that being a mental shot a little bit, because you look at um, – it's it's not quite the same situation, but you look at the Celtics the year that Kyrie was out, right? 
Right. Uh, and they go and they make a run to the Eastern Conference Finals. Terry Rozier comes in and um, he's phenomenal for them in, in his role compared to what he'd been doing. And the, the team just really grows around that. And then Kyrie comes back the next year ready to go. Uh, and it just totally throws off the team. They never get, get it together and um, they kind of underperform. And I'm not saying this was going to happen with the Pacers, but at the same time, I mean, I think that was a really great point, Tom. You look at um, maybe Sumner steps up or one of the Holiday brothers comes in and sure. starts if Victor's out and um, they thrive. And then I'm not saying this team makes a run in the Eastern Conference Finals, but um, it's just it's it's definitely something that you have to think about moving forward in terms of how that um, impacts the team makeup and, and chemistry moving forward. Yeah, that's going to be uh... – it's going to be an interesting couple of days here to see. <laughs> First of all, make sure everybody's healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, there are definitely some dead legs out there today. And I think that, you know, part of that's kind of mental, you know, um, when you know it's not – it's the last game, last practice game, and and, um, and and you just can't get mentally charged up and, and your body follows suit. Um, but – you know, now it's it's a matter of okay, who are we going with? And it's go time. You know, this is the time to to do um, make a run at, at whatever we want to make out of the season and, and make the most out of the effort. I mean, they're going through a hell of a lot of effort to go down there and stay in that bubble. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, all, all the work that goes into that. You know, you know, let's make it worth a while. I totally agree. Well, Tom, thanks for coming on. We will definitely uh, talk again soon and get. We'll get rested up, I guess, as much as we can to get ready to cover the season, but uh, it'll be good. Sounds good, Mark. Yeah. To to everyone listening at home, thank you for listening. Please make sure that you go rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Spotify and read us over at IndyCornrows.com. Have a good rest of your day.